From Homer, Alaska, I'm Chris Story, and this is The Backyard Millionaire. How to create wealth where you are with what you've got. Bruce Lee said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Focus. That's the fundamental element of real estate investing. Andrew Carnegie said, it's okay to put all your eggs in one basket so long as you watch that basket. Keep your eyes on that basket. One time, about 20 years ago, I wanted to dip my toe into the world of stocks, stocks and bonds. I had about 10,000 bucks to play with. A broker that I knew had been bugging me and saying, hey, you know, let, let's get together. Let me, let's do lunch. Uh, we want to get your business. What's it going to take to get your business? And I said, you know what? I will. Let's do it. Um, took the lunch meeting and at that meeting said, look, I've got $10,000. I want to see what you can do with it. And I'm almost quoting, if I'm not mistaken, and this is a verbatim quote, oh, well, that's really not worth messing with. Oh, really? Okay, so my $10,000 ain't nothing to you. And look, the reality is you're not going to move the market with ten grand. I get it. He was a busy, productive guy. Probably was hoping I was going to hand him $100,000. Well, I took that same ten grand and I bought real estate. I bought a piece of land. I bought a corner lot. Now, follow me here because that same $10,000 my stockbroker said wasn't worth his time and I couldn't accomplish anything really with it. Well, I bought that corner lot with owner financing. So it was a $49,000 lot. I put down the $10,000. He, the seller, carried back $39,000 at a 5% interest rate. Now, here's what was critical. I knew this zoning, at least in my area, was residential office, and that's desirable. Very desirable area. So um, we made the deal. Also, what I knew, besides zoning being of value, I knew that this was underpriced. The terms were fantastic and the seller had underpriced or at least undervalued the lot in my opinion. So we closed on the lot and I liked actually spending time there. It's one of the things that I love about investing in real estate is that you can spend time with your investment and improve upon it. You can create sweat equity, not gonna happen with a stock. You know, I'm not gonna go down to the McDonald's corporation and start you know, buffing the floors and, and trying to increase the value, ain't gonna happen. So with real estate though, I can't. And I did. I loved it. I take my chainsaw, go down to the property, and it had beautiful birch trees, spruce trees, alders. I was able to clear and kind of just selectively thin it out a little bit. And I enjoyed it. It was very relaxing. And I considered it almost a hobby. So I'm down there about four months into owning this land. And uh, I turn the chainsaw off and I look out a quarter of my eye and I see a buddy of mine. He's a real estate broker in town. And he's got somebody in his pickup truck. My friend rolls down his window and hollers out how much. Well, the lot wasn't for sale. I really had no intention of selling it quickly. I'm a buy and hold kind of investor. It's what I've always done. It's what I advocate. It's what I practice. But as they say, everything's for sale. So I yelled back 89,000, just a number that popped into my head. I said 89,000. He smiled, waved, rolled up his window, and drove off. I went back to work, didn't think anything more about it, figured it was nothing. He'd probably moved on, found this guy a lot. But when I got back to my office, there on my desk was an all-cash offer for 89000 bucks. See, the guy's uh, buyer, the realtor's buyer, needed 
the corner lot. He didn't want it. He needed it for his office space. He needed what I had, so he paid the price. So if we do the math, and you take um, into consideration that I had $10,000 down into a $49,000 investment, $39,000 loan, made about four payments, so let's call it $1,000 in payments. So you take my 10,000, another 5,000 cost to close on the sale, or 15, plus my 1,000 in, in payments, $16,000 off of the 89,000. Long story short, I ended up putting in my pocket pre-tax after I paid myself back to 10 grand, another 34,000 went into my pocket. And actually it didn't. We reinvested it in another parcel and that was <laughs> making us money for a while. We sold it and we, we actually still have that money, but it's actually in a home that we own, a three bedroom, two bath home with an incredible view. So we parlayed that $10,000 into, uh, if I just sat here and calculated for a second, it would probably get really close, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, $220,000 equity, that's not bad. Let me make a confession here. If it wasn't for that stockbroker having rubbed me the wrong way, I'm confident I would have held on to the lot for a much longer time and I, it would have been more profitable, but you, you see what we did with the money. We took the money and put it to work elsewhere. So I don't regret it, but I think I sold it in a, a little bit of spite, right? It's a little bit like I wanted, I think part of me truly wanted to prove him wrong and verifiably. Now, I never shared with him what I did with the money. I never shared with him. I, I wasn't going to go back to him. In fact, I never spoke to him again about money, not once. But it felt good. And so it wasn't exactly short-sighted because as I said, we've done well with that money. But my point in sharing this story with you is this. It's okay to stay in your lane, to stay in one lane. And my lane is real estate. Now, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have some other instruments working for you in your portfolio. Maybe you've got some stocks and bonds and maybe a pocket full of gold and IRA. But if you wish to become a backyard millionaire, it's going to take focus. And if real estate becomes your magnificent obsession, then you really will make a million bucks in your own backyard. Make real estate your focus. And then when you do, make becoming a millionaire your aim. So even if you're a year or two or three away from being able to make that first investment or your next investment, maybe you've got a home, but you're, yeah, look, I want that second, third, and fourth home. You might be a year or two out, maybe. And if you are, that's okay. Because here's what I want you to do. I want you to learn your market inside and out. I want you to look at what's happening, watch what's happening, pay attention to zoning changes, it, it's they're constantly published in your local paper online at your city's website there are changes afoot constantly what's happening what's the master plan for your city where's the development going where's the city growing where isn't it growing and why one time i was told a story by a, a woman who worked for a large corporation and they set her out on a mission take this money invest it grow it for the benefit of our corporation she had one pool of money to work with well, she went to an area, a major city, and she realized they were going to be moving the airport. And she thought, huh, if this is true and, and the petition goes through and the airport's moved from here to there, the land over there where it's headed is going to be astronomically worth more. This is going to grow leaps and bounds. So she went back to her corporation, made a recommendation. They said no. The leaders 
said, no, we, we don't want to make that investment. Actually, we're going to go a different direction with this money. She herself took that information and made some investments, not near at the scale the corporation could have, but she made her own investments, which turned into millions of dollars of profits for her and her husband later. So watch out what's happening, where's progress going, where's it retreating from, and why, why is it moving this direction and not there? Learn your market, talk to realtors, assemble a tribe, talk to people that are in the business, mortgage brokers, realtors, investors, other landlords. Every town has one thing in common. Every city across this country has one thing in common. It's true actually around the world. And that one single thing is this, housing. The question I've got for you is what role will you be filling? What role will you play in filling that need? If you simply own four homes in your own backyard, in your area, in your town, you'll be a millionaire. You can expand that as far as you want or stop at four, and I guarantee you'll be a millionaire. Those are six magic words. Find a need and fill it. Housing is the need. You can fill it. And if you're not sure where to start, grab a copy of my book, The Backyard Millionaire, How to Create Wealth, Where You Are with What You've Got. It's a, it's a great story. I say that with all humility set aside. It's a really great story. I've combined my story and many other people that I've met along the way and learned from into what I'm told is a very easy to read, inspiring, motivational book with how-to built in. So grab it on Amazon audible listen to it go to my website ilovehomeralaska.com links are right there hardcover paperback ebook or audio the backyard millionaire how to create wealth where you are with what you've got one of the greatest compliments i've, I've received about that book was a guy said to me he goes oh i, I thought it was just going to be a book about making money but it's really about a philosophy of living and i said yes thank you i agree and so it is until you and I meet again, I'm Chris Story wishing you health, wealth, and prosperity.